Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. I have zero experience with carpentry. I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston and learned about how things were built you know, 250 years ago. There's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but there's so much more to do out there. I want to just go around the table and say who we are. Uh, so Richard, let's start with you, my right-hand man. Awesome. My name is Richard McMurray. I have a carpentry business here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Been doing that for a little over 10 years and also run a YouTube channel called Finished Carpentry TV where I share everything I do on there and it's a really cool catalog to go back and see the progression. But yeah, that's basically it. So you see you've been in carpentry for how long? Just like 12 years, about 12 years. Sweet. Had my own company for 10 of those years, which is crazy. Awesome. Started out and just saw the potential and was like, hey, I could do this. So just tried <laughs> it out and here we are. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. Um, I have uh, zero experience <laughs> with carpentry. Yeah, so just count through them all. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know too much about um, building or craft or anything like that. And uh, so in this podcast, we kind of had the idea of doing kind of a uh, master, a journeyman, and an apprentice. And so I'm really um, the, the layman. I don't really know much of anything. And I think that's great, but um, you guys will hopefully fill me in and help. Uh, but I do have a passion for craft. I have a passion for when things are made nice. Um, I like good brands that hold up over many years. Um, shout out to my six-year-long Lululemon leggings, or not leggings, uh, shorts. <laughs> do you my really want to make that shout out? <laughs> well, you know, six years, it's a long time uh, for clothes. But who are you? I'm Brent Hull. Uh, I've got a company here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, we do architectural millwork under a name Hull Millwork. We do uh, building. Um, yeah, look at that. And uh, and we've been I've been doing it for about thirty years. Mm -hmm. So I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston, and that was really the piece that kind of changed my trajectory in building. I always liked working with my hands. I always liked working on cars growing up, and so the. Uh, um, when I learned about North Bennett Street School, which is the oldest trade school in the country, uh, and learned about how things were built, you know, 250 years ago, um, compared to today, uh, the uh, that's what kind of it, you know infuses our business and the reason for this Passion for Craft podcast is, you know, when we look at the way things used to be built compared to the way they're built today. Uh, you would be disgusted as well. <laughs> so uh, hey, why don't you speak to that? Because I mean, you're talking to an idiot here. What? So what's the? I mean, I look at things built today. They're fast. They're cheap. They're easy. It's great. Um, America, baby. So it's it's yeah. a little bit it's a little bit like fast food, right? And so the the you know. Uh, a Whataburger cheeseburger <laughs> is a pretty damn good thing, um, but it's bad for you, right? You're going to get fat if you eat them and uh, <laughs> uh, too many fries and things like that. And so we are uh, building houses like we're, you know, like fast food. Um, it's it. You know, has a shiny wrapper and it's, and it's fine, mm -hmm. but it's going to kill you in the end. <laughs> and so, the uh, so you agree with this that the the houses are built bad today? I do, yeah, and and it's crazy from my perspective because a big part of those twelve years in carpentry is in that fast food industry of those kind of homes. So being exposed to the stuff where what whole millwork is doing now, I can see like, yeah, this is like 
Taco Bell. I mean, <laughs> this is like a five-star restaurant, and it's it's that drastic of a difference, if not more. I totally agree with that statement. Yeah. So, I mean, what are what are some of the symptoms of this? Because uh, I mean, we've all had to replace something in our house before, but I, I mean. I don't imagine some of these things as being life-threatening or terrible. So what's the... Uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, walk There's, me through. What's going on? Um, well, I think Brent mentioned this in a, a video. I remember him talking about how if you take something and copy it, like on a Xerox machine, the first couple of copies are going to be, you know, presentable, legitimate. But by the time you get to, like, the 100th copy or maybe even less than that, you're going to have just this blur of pixelation that's that's coming out of the copying machine. So it's a thing of we forgot where that original came from mm. and now we're just you know we're making things fast cheap and easy which i guess there's a benefit there but it, it doesn't have to be as bad as it is out there like it's we should walk through a neighborhood of like a new development and we could point out things you know mm. like well and and yeah i mean yes and um you know, we were talking about shutters earlier, right? Shutters today have become this the ill-proportioned plastic thing that we screw to the wall mm -hmm. beside a wind beside a window may not even fit. You know, and as, as and we we end up putting these stickers on our houses. I want a traditional house. Here, I'm going to put a column on my house, or I'm going to put shutters, or I'm going to add a keystone. Historically, a keystone was actually a structural member that supported the brick opening over a What's window. What's a keystone? Sorry. <laughs> so, over when you have a door or window opening, uh -huh. you'll you'll have a lintel that goes across. That's supporting that opening, and sometimes you'll see a keystone. Keystone is in an arch. It's the it's the one right at the top. Oh, okay. That keeps yeah, the yeah. arch from falling in. So. We've, we've forgotten how all these things used to have actual purpose, and now we're just using them as stickers and go, I need to, you know, I'm going to put it here. It's, 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 uh, if it wasn't so, you know, ugly and, and bad, it would be funny. It, it, but it's, but it's like people are spending money doing <laughs> these stuff, and it's just like it's waste of money. It's, it's just a waste of time. And the skill level that it used to take to, you know, hang a shutter, to mm -hmm. fit a shutter, to make sure they fit and so it actually could close the hardware, all the different things. And, you know, <laughs> uh, that's just one example of thousands, thousands that are that we're screwing up houses today. I mean, I do think about the, the column one. I, I have a column right outside the house that we have, and uh, I accidentally walked into it one day, and it <laughs> literally just shifted out. And so it is screwed into the roof, but it's not screwed into the ground, which I don't know if that's, I don't know how you fix it. Because I was looking at it, I was like, it's concrete. You can't really screw into concrete, I guess. It's I just a decorative column, or is it actually Well, holding... it has to be decorative, but. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hope mean, so. <laughs> it's uh, if it's not around. holding, yeah, I mean, it is on a pendulum, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know well, what they're and, doing and that's, there. that's one of those stickers, right? That, that yeah. hey, we've designed this house. We kind of need something there. Uh, let's put a column there. And, you know, you end up with these these things. I mean. I could kind of go on a rant, but I mean, you know, even the columns right now, they're just a round tube, right? Historically, they actually had shape and movement called entesis that, that they were bigger at the bottom and thinner at the top. And there is a proportion relationship. I mean, anyway, it's, it's, uh, um, and, and here's why we're doing this podcast, right? Is that, um, we are, 
I think there's builders and carpenters and craftsmen out there who want to build well, who want to build beautifully, and they don't know how. They, it's like it's like trying to eat healthy at a convenience store, right? You go in there and <laughs> you might look for an apple, you might look for a banana, but that's about it, yeah, right? Yeah. And so if you try to go pick out a good column at Home Depot or, or at a lot of lumber yards, uh-huh. they're not there. Mm-mm. I mean, you know this. You did that video on the trim thing and just that, you know, uh, the board at one of the big box stores and yeah yeah I mean there's and I think you're right people do want to produce something good you know if we get one life to live and we want to do something productive with it that actually means something so uh, craft is a big people find that passion for craft in what they do whether it's um, you know millwork stuff or art you know painting people want to work at a higher level so uh, yeah, I did a little video on uh, a Windsor One board, which is a very good board versus like a board from, I'll just say the name Lowe's, you know? Uh, Called out. One, <laughs> we lost that sponsorship, thing. <laughs> yeah, it's out the window. Um, yeah, so the Lowe's board was basically, you know, just a real thin board. It was a finger jointed board, which the Windsor One is as well, which finger joints when they take wood and join it together so you can kind of get longer pieces and you know oh yeah use use more of the tree yeah yeah just to the yeah in the middle of a long board yeah Yeah, because it's all radiata pine so to use the tree more efficiently yeah you know they join it together well anyways the lowe's one claims it's a three-quarter but it's like an eighth of that is a primer called a gesso coating so it's real bad if you got to sand it down so it's just paint uh, an eighth of it yeah oh my it's gosh. like five eighths really bad pine and another eighth of of that primer yeah and i was showing the difference between these two and you know from far away it looks oh it looks the same right on you know on instagram you know from from the right angle it looks uh-huh. good but when you're actually in the space and you're you're observing your environment that's when that's what gets me fired up about craft things because you're there and you're like like look at this stuff around us uh-huh. i mean it's like beautiful stuff yeah it's not just photogenic where it looks good in a picture it looks good in real life mm-hmm. and if you're living in these spaces you this is your home you know you want to go there and feel good and the, the space the environment right. that, that you're in is going to affect your mentality and that's like my big thing about stuff that's crafted well. It just makes me feel like, dang, that looks well, good. You, you you know? and, 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 and part of the problem is, you know, where people get inspiration today, HGTV, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Chip and Joanna. We did, we did that show on History Channel, uh, Lone Star Restoration. And I remember we were finishing up this, this one season uh, in this house that we've been carrying through. And. We're, I'm kind of looking at the producers and the camera guy. Like, we're not finished. We're not ready. And they were like, it'll be fine. And I'm like, what do you mean it'll be fine? I remember that. And, and they're like, we're just going to pan across that thing. You really won't notice that, you know, the tile around the fireplace didn't finish. So they, 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 and we're just like, oh, my gosh. And so, you know, we, we live in this culture where uh, – currently where we it, it doesn't matter it's just like yeah it'll be fine you know it'll be fine for the camera but like that piece of wood all right it's just it's not even wood it's a picture of wood right it's, it's just this it's terrible yeah. you know those card tables that you used to have that look like fine walnut but it was just it was just a it's plastic it was right? a, it was a, pl- a picture of wood right oh, okay put onto like fiberboard it was just a picture of wood and i just did a video on doors do you know those doors that you can buy that those cheap 
Do they feel really flimsy? You know what they're made of? Cardboard and styrofoam. You have. They're not. They're not. It's where a do you buy pound, these doors? Home Depot, Lowe's. I, I mean, opened did, one of them up one time. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And so and you just cut into it. And it's yeah. Cardboard. It was a. It was a skin. Yes, yeah, two skin skins. on each side, and then a cardboard like so they can't push together. <laughs> but, but yeah, for, exactly. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise, you might push your hand right through the dang thing. <laughs> it's terrible. It makes you feel good when you get into an argument. <laughs> you can punch really through a door. Your point. Yeah. Yeah. And not have to go to the hospital. For but yeah. but doors used to be made, there was a style and rail door that you had these styles and rails and they held a panel and the panel free floated and everything. These are... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know what a style is. I know what a rail is outside of the context of what we're talking about. What's a style? What's a rail? Okay, so basically they, they used to build doors by planks of wood, you know, 500 years ago. Mm -hmm. And they realized that if they built this frame because wood moves that, and they put a panel inside, the wood would actually move inside the style and rail, which is locked, so that a 36 inch opening will open normally and the panels float, okay? This door is a embossed picture of a panel. It's not even a panel anymore, right? And so there's no craft, no one's building that. It's, it's pressed at a factory, there's very little wood in it. And it's just like, no, come on. We don't need to be building that. I feel like I'm tracking with you, but I'm just saying this for <laughs> post. We're going to need an overlay for that because <laughs> I'm like, I think I know what we're saying, but I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. But well, yeah. So it's like there's like an outline. That yeah, styles are like yeah. the vertical parts okay. of the door. The rails is the horizontal part. I okay. always remember that because like a handrail is yeah. horizontal. So you've got, you know, styles and rails kind of sandwiching in this panel, like mm -hmm. that thing right there behind Brent. Oh yeah, uh, that's okay. a much more ornate version of styles, it. Styles, and then and then rails, rail across the yeah. top, and then panel is sitting in between yeah. there. Mm -hmm. That door back there. Okay, great. Yeah, cool. Panels exactly. In the cool. Yeah, and that's all separate pieces of wood versus just uh, faux skin. Mm -hmm. You know. But you do you do you do this like we just started you know ranting about some of these things. I'm telling you, there are hundreds of these things that we're doing mm -hmm. that, and, and look, here's how, it, here's how it transfers to craft and craftsmen, okay? Mm -hmm. um, we uh, have forgotten how to build, right? And so you think about a door, you used, to hit, you used to have to make the door, style and rails, you have to build the panels, you had to do all those things, you had to cut open the opening, Put a jam together. Put the hardware in there. You know, installed today. It's it's you know it's a pre-hung, pre-finished, pre-hardware door that you tip into the opening and you know put the bolt in the hinge. Well, and screwed it to the wall, and yeah. you're done. It's just it, it cheapens us as craftsmen to have these products like that. Absolutely, and you never see anyone go into like a modern not modern style but like a modern you know production build house and go like whoa this is just <laughs> amazing you know but you do see them go into older houses yeah. or, or like a historical public building yeah something about it speaks it to your, takes your breath away it speaks to your soul yeah. yeah and it's like whoa human beings are capable of amazing things yeah you know sure there's a time for machines and there's a time for that but i don't know it just yeah. it's just something where it, yeah, it takes your breath away, like you were well, saying. One thing I hope we do on this podcast is comparing the past to the to today. Um, if you look at the entry-level house in 1900, mm -hmm. um, solid wood moldings, you know, uh, big wide casings, you know, real metal, you know, hardware, 
you know, brick, all these you know, fireplaces, you know, and a lot of production houses not even fireplaces anymore. And so very little trim, very small. I mean, and the quality of materials that went into that house 100 years ago is, you know, would be mid-level luxury, you mm-hmm. know, today. And so that's how far we've fallen, yeah. right? That, that we, we're building disposable houses. And then you look at what it does to us as community, uh, to us as, a, as people, what we value and things like that. Um, you know, you're raising our kids and saying, you know, that uh, building it cheap and fast is all that really matters. Mm. You know, doing quality doesn't matter. And, you know, uh, you know, cover it up. And, you know, no one's going to know. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, those are terrible yeah. values. Yeah, I agree totally. Yeah, it's all about uh, the profit margin, you know. Uh-huh. It's just... Right. You know, it's a print of an, uh, not even an original. It's right. just so far beyond the original. Yeah, they, they've gone so far. Uh, in Walmart, you can buy those little, like, <laughs> prop-up tables, like the, you know, that you'd use for, like, a picnic or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they've blended plastic to look like wood. And, yeah. Uh, we have one of those. It's pretty great. Feeling good about that? Great no, for a it, picnic, but not so much for where you want to raise your family. Totally. Oh, and totally. it's made to look nice, yeah. of course, but, you know, it just... Yeah, I see what you're saying. It doesn't, and it doesn't feel nice. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make you think. Wow, look at someone assembled this. I mean, even when you dumb down the IKEA stuff, that doesn't even make you go to well, that level. Well, and, and another thing that thinking about this podcast and this you know, kind of apprentice journeyman master. That I mean, when I went to North Bennett Street, you know, we start out as apprentices. It's a two-year program. You are, you know, learning the craft, learning the trade. You get out, you graduate, you're a journeyman. You are working towards being a master. Now, this is that old guild system where you had to, you know, build a masterpiece, right, to show to the to the guild that you were a master. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about uh, now I lost my train of thought. No, that's well said. No, I, I, but I do think that that does uh, kind of speak to what we're trying to do. And we even saw an example of this. And I think just for viewers, like you'll probably experience this depending on where you fall and who you identify with. Because for sure, yeah. I, I mean, I truly know next to nothing about craft and everything. And um, and I needed that translation of master to journeyman to apprentice to even understand kind of style and rail. Uh, doors, which I understand now. Thank you guys. But um, I, I think there are going to be plenty of moments like that where we're kind of trying to piece together hey, what is this thing and, uh, you know, what are we what are we talking about here, especially for me. Um, hopefully not. We don't really want to take my ideas and send them to the master <laughs> here. But um, Not after you told me about that table. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think one of the things about it, too, is um, people are, are looking for, I don't know, it's like, it's like, the American dream to have this big, you know, fancy house, you know, that's not my American dream, but that's what's pushed in the, in Hollywood mm-hmm. a lot of times and, and, and just our culture, you know, yeah. you made it, you got a, a, a big house, you got a nice car in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a lot of people, if they thought for themselves, they wouldn't really want those things, you know, yeah. they might, they might see the humble house yeah. that's, you know, a cottage or whatever. And be like, hey, I, I like that actually, you know. But we're fed like all this stuff that's just like, ooh, just look at it. Mm-hmm. But when you get in and zoom in on the details, it's like, man, I got ripped off with this place. You yeah, know? Uh, that's that's just one perspective of yeah. it. Like one one of the reasons this way of building is so prevalent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It's just fast, cheap, easy. Like yeah. what you said in the beginning. They're uh, they're bad habits we get yeah. into, and uh, the 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 
homeowner doesn't know to ask for more, right? And I wrote that book, Thomas Building a Timeless House in an Instant Age, to homeowners so that they would tell their builders, I'm not, I'm not accepting that, right? I'm not gonna, I don't want you to put that into my house. I, I demand more. And until the homeowner really demands more or until the craftsman builder, you know, you know, educates the customer. Richard, when you're on yeah. a job, you know, we've been, we've been talking about customers and what they expect, but you know, it was really our job to, you know, educate them. Look, that is a terrible trim. You don't want that trim. We need to put this trim in there and here's why. Um, because they, they don't know. So I mean, Absolutely. Like, yeah. let's let's talk about this a little bit because uh, I do think this is an important thing. There's, <clears throat> I uh, lead a ministry and uh, one of the things we always say there is don't swoop and poop. Um, and basically <laughs> what that means is we don't wanna come in and just say, hey, that idea is terrible. That's, that's the worst thing ever. And then just leave it there. So swoop, poop, and then head out, right? Uh, what we wanna do is we wanna come in and, and provide an alternative and provide a better- This is a family know, podcast, it, please don't bring it. <laughs> this is great, yeah. I wonder what they're gonna say when I was, so I don't wanna swoop and poop in your house, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> what, get out. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, we, we don't want any of our contractors swoop and pooping, but yeah. uh, I, I think the goal is, is not just to identify what's bad, right? But but how do we fix it? And so you're already starting to, to share a little bit about this, and I would love to hear just a more in-depth idea because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, uh, I mean, my generation, we're all, uh, what's fast, what's easy, Amazon microwave generation, you know? For sure, uh, yeah. I want something in six hours that I ordered just then. So what's so, the fix? How well, do we start the, this back? The fix of that is, and I'm the same generation as you pretty yeah. much, is just that's not how great things are made. You're gonna have to have patience for something like that. If someone says, hey, build me a style and rail door, mm-hmm. you know, that's gonna take me a, a day to do that, you yeah. know, to figure out the opening, to build the jam, to, you know, make the Morrison tenons if I'm doing it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not gonna be fast. So uh, people who really are masters and, you know, master painters or like craftsmen who do millwork stuff, Vasil who carves this stuff, mm-hmm you know he's pretty quick but his masterpiece stuff i'm sure wasn't in a week you know yeah. it's it's got to be um something that takes time you know yeah. think of like a a big oak tree it didn't just pop there overnight but the weeds in the grass did you know mm-hmm. the weeds sprout up overnight and it's like there's no foundation there they just fall over and i think a lot of these houses are going to fall over and yeah and i think part of it is yeah people everyone has a budget you know everyone is going to say well i can't afford that but it, you don't have to like I, I think about this a lot is like food like your food example is like yeah taco bell is really cheap but you know taco bell shouldn't be your diet every day you mm-hmm. know like maybe you're in a bind on a road trip so yeah let's go to taco bell or yeah. whatever but your daily nutrition should be like fruits and vegetables and stuff stuff this is that, great i'm taking notes right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well, like a good meal is going to not be cheap. Right. You're going to have to wait for the chef to prepare the steak yeah. and all that. You know, it's well, not going to be. And speaking of diet, we, we did this uh, thing called Ideal Protein. And then people talk about the, what are those, some of those diets? The, the Whole30. Whole30. And what's that? You're not eating processed foods. Yeah. You're not, it's and not so the fast when you easy. do that, yeah. right, you learn to eat well. And, and I mean, for years, we, I mean, Dr. Pepper and Snickers when I was on a job site, right? I mean, yeah. just, I needed sugar, I needed energy, I needed, I needed to get this thing going. Uh-huh. And so, um, but it wasn't until we started eating healthy and learned how to eat healthy yeah. that we were like, oh, 
boy, I feel better. I, you know, I have more energy. I, I don't have a, that two, you know, two o'clock nap because I just ate lunch. I mean, all of a sudden, I'm starting eating better. Going, I feel better, and you know, yay, yeah, right. That's the same thing we're talking about here. That yep. that went not only from the craftsman's perspective of I've really learned how to do something great, and I'm really proud of the work that we just did, but also the homeowner goes, oh my gosh, I spent a little bit more, or that took a little bit longer, but I love it, and this is incredible, right? And yep. so we are literally learning how to eat healthy again. Yeah, we're learning how to, you know, or we're trying to teach how to, you know. Uh, how do you like, how, how to how find to, the how diet? To, how, how to, to build again, right? Yeah. And so we we've forgotten. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of that too is just going back to what I was saying earlier about what you're told to believe, or like you're driving down the road and there's like Waterburger, talk like all these ads, and you're just like, I guess that's what we eat, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you see the houses, and you have that great phrase of like the homeowner what is the i'm gonna butcher it now but the homeowner thinks because it's there someone designed it and the 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 builder thinks because it's sold it must be well designed yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so that that whole thing i say that over and over again right the builder thinks that because it's sold it's well designed yeah and that's not true it's a supply and demand thing it Mm -hmm. could be a terrible house right Mm -hmm. especially in this market right now which would you know everything's selling yeah um there's a bunch of crap being built right now and, and it's selling and they're going like, well, you know, no one cares, you yeah. know, and they could be sitting there listening and go, yeah, yeah, my, all my houses sell. I don't need to, you know, and the, the, the homeowner thinks that, well, my gosh, look at this beautiful house. Someone must have designed it uh-huh. and they didn't design it. They actually, you know, it's a, it's a set of plans and they say, you know, go pick your brick, go pick your windows, go pick your doors. And it's just, they're, they're assembling all these products. And yeah. so, the house that used to have design and style and and taste i mean an arts and crafts house that had a philosophy of how it was built and, and the, all the parts and pieces work together today is just like it's a mismatch of stuff and literally there is no style today mm-hmm. in the in the starter house there's there's no style <laughs> it's you, a garage it's, it's a, like a big garage door yeah, yeah. And so you start like, you know you stop uh, uh, having a, na- a label for house styles yeah. after about 1950, 1960. Ranch is the last one. Then now they're McMansions, right? Yeah. And so it's just that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. What are they? I never even thought about that. What do you call the new house? I mean, you called it depression in that talk the other day. <laughs> the, the depressing style. It's just a big garage door, and like the house is off to the side, and mm. it's it's emphasizing the suburban like car strip mall the car is the most important thing it's it's really well hopefully we'll have a talk about levittown and what happens after world war ii and and all that stuff because that's when it all starts but realize there is no production builders before 1950 and now you know they well what's a production builder so production builder would be like dr horton centex us homes pulte uh they're they are the they're building uh, you know, thousands of houses a year. Uh, you know, D.R. Horton, 50,000, 80,000 houses a year. And oh so, um, but before that, in 1920, a big developer might build, you know, 300 houses a year. And so these guys are, you know, Cranking it's on an assembly out. line. And that's why, and what happens is, here's what happens, is they, you know, the uh, you know, a builder's starting out mm-hmm. and he goes around and looks at his market, looks Heads at up. his market and says, uh 
Well, those are selling for 140. Those are selling for 160. I bet I could build mine and sell right. And so he is learning how to build by what those production guys are doing. Yeah. And so it it isn't a he's learned this craft of building and you know he is apprenticed and journeyed and and become this master builder. Yeah. He is he is a businessman looking around going, I could build that for less, which is fine. I don't care, yeah. but. When 90% of the houses, 95% of the houses are built that way, we've got a problem. Yeah, so we definitely have a problem stylistically. I totally understand that. It makes sense. I, I've seen some of the things we're talking about, like the, the shutters pinned to a house. I don't understand. That doesn't make sense why we have them anymore. We have like solid windows now that are going to withstand <laughs> stuff. So I, I, it makes sense. And then uh, shades inside the house. Like uh, there's no need for shutter. But so structurally, is there problems with it as well? Because I mean, I'm hearing there's some places that are using just paint basically to substitute for wood. There's vinyl and cardboard, I, and <laughs> yeah. and then I know you're working on the hundred year window. So what's going on? There has to be a, a fall off there as well. Between does it last as long? Does it work? Does it? I don't know what you think. I, I'd probably say like structurally, like like there's some houses built in the twenties that have terrible framing. Um, as far as like, and our twenties good or bad? Twenties are good. Okay, everything pre nineteen forties is good. Okay, typically, um, and like concrete in nineteen hundred was terrible, but like concrete today is is much better. But mm. I mean, I don't, I you know, some of those things engineering wise, they're they're good. Yeah, it's it's, uh, and I don't think it's that the materials aren't available because mm -hmm. they definitely are superior materials available to what production builders are using like, yeah like mdf and some of the things we'll get into in future episodes but uh i think the biggest problem and when i first met brent I, I asked you i don't know if you remember this but i was like you know you talk about all these you know styles of homes and stuff do you think there's uh like an actual reason the way things have gone like why do we have these houses that don't have style they're kind of just bland and boring. And I asked you, I was like, is that a good thing though? Because they're feeling a need of, you know, supply and demand. All these people are moving here. You know, you got all these millions of people in the Dallas Fort Worth area or other metropolis areas. They need a place to live. Maybe they don't have time to wait, you know, for a crafted house. Is this a good thing? And you just said, no, you just said, no, it's not. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and that kind of was a, was a moment for me to be like, this guy really like is you know adamant about what he believes about crafted things and and I've I used to think like hey they're and they are providing housing for people but the biggest problem is not really the materials yeah. you know lumber today is not as good as it was in the 20s but the framing is sometimes better today yeah. it's the style of the house it's the shutter it's screwing the shutter to the wall, it's a non-functioning shutter. Mm -hmm. So if a storm actually came and you're like, oh, I need to close, what, this doesn't yeah. even move. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I can't close my shutter. Oh, and then you, you know, I, I had them on my house, I ripped them off, yeah. well, I unscrewed them. But um, <laughs> I just tore, I just, cause an HGTV, they always show beating this stuff apart, you know, but uh -huh. you can actually unscrew cabinets and <laughs> take them off. But <laughs> that's not as dramatic and good for well, the show. Well, it looks way better when Chip and Joanna have the sledgehammers yeah. in her. It's demo day, Joe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it's the materials necessarily. The, they're available at least. Uh, it's still framing lumber. Mm -hmm. You know, it's. There's... Well, here, here's here's the analogy I, I use, and I've talked about. It, you've probably heard, <clears throat> but um, 
you know, we look at the Egyptian pyramids, mm-hmm. right? And we know everything about the Egyptians. We mm-hmm. know, you know, their technology, their science, what they believed, their their hierarchy of structure, their 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 gods, everything about them by looking at their buildings. Mm-hmm. What would happen if people, you know, you know, a thousand years now they come back and look at our buildings? Mm-hmm. One, they probably wouldn't be here, <laughs> but. Um, you know what would what would we have left? What does our architecture say about us? And an architecture is always something that defines a culture. And so, you know, the, what would be the values that are communicated in the houses that we're building? I, well, um, you know that we can build cheap and fast. Uh, that we want the most square footage for the least amount of money, right? And so, who are we, right? Mm-hmm. And so, there really is a value, you know. Uh, component to this thing that we don't think about or people don't think about um and and that that really does matter that we're building crappy houses and so you know and here's the other thing is though is dr horton and those production builders are fine they're for serving a need but the problem is is the mid-level custom guy who's learned how to build that way Mm -hmm. and all he's doing is an entry-level house with more square footage and more granite countertops I mean, that's what a McMansion is. Mm-hmm. It's an ill-designed, you know, just kind of monstrosity thrown together that, you know. Um, I've understand it also. It, it's different styles, too. Like, the style <laughs> doesn't make sense. Right. Like, the house doesn't tell a story. It tells, well, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. And then. It's true. It's like Subway, they're, but for a house. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, More fast food analogy. That's a good analogy. Thanks. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. It's be like, like eating ham with pizza. <laughs> Or pineapple. Pineapple with pizza? (laughs) (laughs) Well, going back to the production builder thing, this thought kind of crossed my mind is uh, I lived in a house uh, before I bought my historical house that I love now. My house now is a 1939 English cottage style house. I love it. I pull up to it every day and I'm like, oh, that thing's beautiful. You know, the other house, it was an LGI house. It was this. What, What does that mean? Uh, LGI is the company. Okay, it's cool. like um, uh, Dr. Horton, like okay. one of those it's a big builder, builder yeah. big builder. And um, there, you know, I would drive down my street, yeah. and see my house like ten times. Not even kidding, <laughs> I see my house ten times, but just flipped like mirror image sometimes totally. or the same exact one. And I'd see it, and I'm just, it's just like I feel like in the Truman Show or something, yeah. you know? Like I'm just like Jim Carrey, like living in this fake world, <laughs> and. Um, my this is a funny thing as far as like practicality of like shutters and windows and stuff yeah we had that house it was called a driftwood floor plan okay and we were at the very which has nothing to do with driftwood by the way (laughs) that sounds like one of those sexy things yeah quail run yeah you know there's no quail and then everybody's like we're getting the driftwood (laughs) exactly uh yeah yeah and well we were at the end of the cul-de-sac marketing (laughs) yeah it is there was we were the last house Uh and that whole side of our house had not one window on it and no one was over there it was an empty field would have been a great view yeah you know and it was kind of up on a hill a little bit the terrain but because no this this house goes here yeah you don't get a window because the window is made for that that's that community Mm -hmm. and they don't want windows right there where you can see each other because they're real close together Right. So, so in your house, being that it was on the end of the line, it could have had a window. It could have had a window. Yeah. But they just were like, "Well, that's not the ho- way the house is built." Yeah. So we're, well, the cookie cutter plan, shape doesn't have. Yeah. And and I've I've done a jobs for people who are like in you know communities like that or even upgraded communities from that, 
and they're like yeah we asked the builder like if we could do x y and z yeah. and they were like no this is this floor plan and you're not changing it <laughs> it's like but no i'll bring i'll bring the window yeah you know? no it, we don't change this they have you know? their lego piece and they're not gonna yeah. and and yeah. the production builder like lgi is a publicly traded company uh-huh. so all they really care about is the bottom dollar for the shareholders yeah you know versus like imagine brent having shareholders and being like hey we got to get this done right. now. And you're like i'm an artist you know yes and i think that's a big part of a passion for craft is there are craftsmen and women out there who feel like they want to create something awesome you yeah. know and they don't want to answer to a shareholder they want to answer to a client yeah. who has the budget to do well that was really that, cool that was what, that was my yeah. point i forgot when i went <laughs> yeah. brain dead well and um, hopefully a similar alignment in desiring a, a beautiful craft yeah right like working toward the same working goal. together mm-hmm. well right, i mean richard's a good example but there's there's other guys who've, who've worked for us that mm-hmm. you hit a wall in in carpentry and building today that you don't know um how to how to how to elevate how to how to get better mm-hmm. and so you look around and it, and it would be like um being a football player and thinking you're pretty good but you never play a game and you, you always do the same practice over and over and over again and you, you're like i think i'm pretty good but I, you have no way to compare yourself or right. see you know see what else is going on because everybody's building the same thing over and over yeah. again and uh i know there are carpenters out there that are frustrated with the same crap uh-huh. over and over again and they don't understand how to design they don't understand you know the opportunity of building yeah. and looking at the past and looking at some of these mantles and i mean that column and, and tablets your detail and you're like someone actually did that yeah. right someone actually made that and put all those things together it's designed crazy. that you know you're just like wait that's yeah. the, I, could, I could do that that's possible they they yeah, they the go possibility they go oh and then they get excited i mean uh-huh. rich and i became friends because you know he started looking at stuff and i remember him looking at our moldings on the wall going this is so cool <laughs> well, i remember like i remember i came home from the first class when yeah. i came in here and i was like i didn't even know this existed <laughs> yeah. and i was like i went home and told my wife i was like I'm a big fish in a little pond. Oh, wow. You know, because yeah. I, I have a lot of people who look towards me, right. but I'm kind of a, you know, uh, just a typical carpenter. Uh-huh. I just have a YouTube channel that, uh-huh. you know, kind of took off. So I'm like, there's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but it's and it's kind of exciting yeah. because you're like, there's so much more to do out there. Yeah. You're not just um, it is exciting. slapping the it, same stuff It totally stuff is exciting. Together. I get excited about I go to winter tour and I look at this and I'm like, oh, I would love to build that, right? It's like and you so, guys have a passion for craft or something. Yeah. Sorry. Not, okay, not to be the uh, bearer of bad news, but uh, we're coming up on time here. So I have one final question that I'd love to ask both of you guys. Um, I'll answer it for myself first. But the, the question is, uh, what is the best thing that you've ever crafted? So the thing that you're probably most proud of, uh, give us a little explanation of it. Maybe we'll put some photos up at the end if that's possible, but we'll, um, I'll start. Um, I, uh, pushed a broom around this <laughs> shop, uh, many years. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I did do that, but I built a bench recently. Um, nice. it has storage inside of it and, uh, it's not great. But it serves a purpose, and I uh, built it with my two hands. So and you built it. I'm proud of it. Was so. it that wood plastic Walmart one? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes, it was. So I blended <laughs> no, the platinum. <laughs> I melted the plastic. Yeah, I melted it, <laughs> made the colors match. 
went for mahogany. No, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, starting with a small piece like that, like a bench, that's awesome. Yeah. I've never even built a bench. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. I, I mean, focus on installing stuff in homes, like permanent things. Yeah. But furniture, yeah, I mean, there's some really awesome crafted furniture out there. Well, so just to not to make you guys think too highly of my bench, uh, <laughs> it's mismatched, it was terribly cut, uh, and it is... Uh, I bought all my wood from Lowe's. So it's- uh, You gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. I know someone who bought a bunch of doors from Home Depot or wood and like glued it together. We won't, we won't get into that, but uh, I'm never gonna let you live that down. One of my early jobs, I, uh, <laughs> the architect had asked for it to be made out of yellow pine uh-huh. and I couldn't find yellow pine like roughed. So I went to Home Depot and bought pre-finished three-quarter inch boards and i screwed them together screwed and glued them together uh-huh. they warped they were just terrible it well, was of course it was, it was bad and so <laughs> richard thankfully <laughs> continues to remind me <laughs> of that trip down yeah 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 what's a good thing you've yeah yeah that's like good. a good craft, um the best build. so i mean we worked on it we we, we <clears throat> our company does a lot of uh restoration projects and so we've worked on some pretty cool buildings um we worked on a a santa fe depot in in, uh in temple texas which was um you know a lot of times in these small towns these these you know buildings have sat you know just unused for 30 years when, when when they get restored and so there's a lot of original fabric and original materials i learn a lot from you know taking those things out i mean reason we make stave core doors is because i was on that job and we started we saw stave core doors we're like why are these doors so straight still they're over 100 years old what is stave core um stave core we've got a stave core do they have a metal rod through them like a staff they're uh they're this right here basically you have uh a style rail here's your style rail and the panel fits in here yeah yeah okay but uh See that? See how the wood is laid out like this, and then there's a veneer on either side. Yeah. So that veneer, right, with a quarter of an inch, three eighths of an inch, whatever that is, um, is called a stave core. Okay. So this is your stage, and that's your core. Yeah. For this bit, for this bigger wood, and that keeps that door very stable. Okay. So when you build it that way, um, it, it basically the door won't move. So in modern days. This is cardboard. Exactly. <laughs> this is, this is cardboard. Yeah, yeah. That, the outside. styrofoam inside. Because that's they just make it look nice on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called they, um, tempered hardboard. The the modern. Yeah. Like people call it masonite, uh-huh. but it's it's um, it's that material. But the inside is cardboard. Yeah. But I that's we great. learned from the past. <laughs> so we looked at these old buildings. We learned yeah. from the past. And I mean, I can think of you know ten or fifteen projects where before I hung up the tool belt and was still working on the job, we we. You know, building doors, reinstalling them, re- reconfiguring these historic spaces. Yeah, it's pretty pretty proud of those. Cool. What well, about you? Um, so my background, like I told you in the beginning, is a finished carpenter, like a trim installer. So I've never built a house or anything like that. But I think honestly, the coolest things I've ever done have been recently at the Staub house we've been working on. Yeah. Where we had a swooped skirt board. So like when you have a staircase, you have a a piece of trim that runs up the side next right. to the treads and risers this actual step that's called a skirt board well modern day skirt boards they're cut like you know all kinds of angles to accommodate the, the staircase yeah 
Well, they crafted a really beautiful skirt board at this house that we're working on where it just gently swoops up. And yeah. I pointed it out. I was like, that's so beautiful because someone sat there and thought about it. Well, lo and behold, a year later, I get the opportunity <laughs> to do it at that same exact house. That's awesome. did a great job, too. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was intimidating. Yeah. But it was just fun to sit there and figure it out. You know, we took a string from a snap line just pinned it over here and kind of like you know yeah kept made the angle our, yeah yeah that swoop until we found it perfectly and then we just went ahead and got our pencil drew the swoop on cool. our template and then the coolest part about that and i have a whole video on this recently mm -hmm. um we did like a little bent lamination of the the molding the cap of that that skirt board yeah so i cut 18 i probably overkill but i cut 18 individual pieces of wood and glued and pin nailed each one of them up yeah. the staircase to make that molding curve like that. That's awesome. It was really cool. So there's that one, and then the other one was my actually most recent video. I did intersecting half lap miter joints. Yeah, that was cool. Um, where the like where you have an intersection of a mountain bar for like yeah. a window, like these bars right here. Uh huh. Uh, so when they intersect, I made it where. It's the piece of wood is a solid continuous piece of wood, uh -huh. but it's like a half lap where it like it's half of the bottom and half, half of, the of the top. Yeah, and it intersects and you get the profile. And Which it is just, a much better way to build it because typically what they do is they they just put the individual pieces in there and they nail them from the backside. Yeah, but to join them together like that is a really it's yeah, a better way of building. Cool. And I'm I'm so happy with that. Yeah, like it, it lights a fire in me to be like totally I freaking did that. Like yeah. that's crazy, you know. Versus, um, you know, just gluing because the modern mountain bars mm -hmm. are pieces of vinyl glued onto a piece of glass. <laughs> yeah, they're taped on. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, that's cool. I would, I would be happy to like if my grandkids saw that. You yeah, know, be like, man, my grandpa did that. You know, or, yeah, it's just you're awesome. proud of it for sure. So yeah, that's my answer. Really, two answers, but no, those are great. Yeah, that was good. That's really cool. All right, well, thanks for watching. Um, that was it, episode one uh, in the books. Hopefully we inspired you guys to Come have back a for the next one. Yeah.